Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn Awardner, and in this episode, it's just going to be you and me, because it's the end of 2022, and I know that for a lot of people, their schedules are completely out of whack as we get into this Christmas festive period, and maybe the time that you've allotted to listen to podcasts or whatever it is that you like to engage with just isn't there. Maybe it's your commute, and so rather than put out a full episode... I wanted to chat to you one-on-one and also because honestly I have been feeling for a while as though I owe you an explanation and so in this episode I want to try and explain what has been happening behind the scenes of the Emma Gunn show in 2022. So um, it's been a lot, this year has been a lot and I don't think I'm alone in saying that so if you're listening to this and you have found this year more challenging than perhaps the years when we were locked down or there were uh, far greater restriction restrictions on our ability to move around to work all of those things then just to reassure you that you definitely are not alone I have been feeling that every time I speak to friends regardless of the industry they're in whether they do the same thing as me whether they work in finance whether they work in more corporate jobs everybody has across the board found 2022 slightly uh, challenging in a way that they weren't anticipating. And that has definitely been the case for me in a few ways. And I think primarily the sudden the sudden shift to back to normal in inverted commas seemed to ha- seemed to happen quite quickly. And as somebody who really did thrive during lockdown, I really enjoyed having my own space, my own time, my own company, and not feeling pulled by lots of different things. I found the transition out of the sort of lockdown that we lived in for a long time actually really quite challenging, not least because during lockdown, and you'll know this if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, I went from creating a couple of episodes a week to creating three episodes a week. I was also creating a couple of videos a week on Instagram. I was creating more content than I have ever created before. And without the distraction of socializing or having to go to events or any work meetings, I got into a really comfortable groove. I felt really efficient. I felt like I was, you know, I'd reached some sort of cruising altitude. I just really felt in the zone. And truthfully, I really, really enjoyed it. So around spring 2022, when really everything did go back to normal and it felt as though you'd go to events, particularly in my industry, and it'd be like, what COVID? It was a real shock to my system. 
And I made a mistake, I'll be really honest with you. And the mistake I made was thinking that I could maintain and keep up the workload that I had taken on during the lockdowns and still go back to my old life. And inevitably, (laughs) that was not the case. It was just, it was simply too, too much. And unfortunately, I recognized it a little bit too late. (laughs) Because part of me just thought, well, of course you can do all of these things. Of course you can. Why can't you? And I am definitely somebody who will perhaps sometimes take on more than I should. And very, very slowly, it started to be, oh, this is feeling quite tense and stressful to actually, I can't do this anymore over the course of a couple of months. And I tried to put things into into place to help, but actually nothing really, really helped. So that's why I dropped the habits episodes because... I wasn't, to be honest, I wasn't really sure they were landing in the way that the episodes had when we did the habits in 2018. And also it was a lot of work for for something that I, w- I wasn't sure was really hitting the spot. So I thought, okay, well, I'll move that to Instagram. And then they petered out. And then I stopped doing the midweek episodes as well. And the truth is that gave me a breather that I didn't realize I needed. And I felt really, really bad about making that decision because it's not like me to let people down or to give up halfway through something. It really isn't unless it just simply isn't working. And I think sometimes you have to have the presence of mind to say, okay, this really isn't working. It's actually continuing to do it is going to be a a rubbish thing to do. It's best to just kind of like cut your losses. And I think it can sometimes be very difficult to make that decision because you don't want to feel like a quitter, but it's not quitting if you know that it's there's no point uh, continuing it. It will be worse to continue. So all that's to say is that if you've been listening to the show for a few years now, then you'll know that this year maybe has seemed a little bit erratic in terms of content. I repeated some episodes at the top of the year or in the middle of the year when I began to find the pressure of creating the episodes too much. And then when they have come back online, they've been slightly different. Maybe the format's been slightly shorter. And obviously I moved into video, which was a huge, huge thing for a podcaster because the world of podcasting has really, really changed since I started. So this show went live. The first episode went live in the the beginning of 2016. So it's been nearly seven years that I've been doing this podcast. And when I started, it was very much a platform that hadn't been explored a huge amount. In the States, it was much bigger than in the UK. And in that sense, you could say I was one of the earlier people to adopt podcasting. And it was great. And one of the things I loved about it was that it afforded you an opportunity to speak to somebody long form, unedited, in a way that just wasn't present in any other media. So you didn't get that in magazines, you didn't get that on YouTube, you didn't get that anywhere else really. All other interviews were highly produced, highly edited, and these were raw... Um, imperfect conversations which made them feel so wonderful to create because conversations with human beings are imperfect that's the point it's an exchange of ideas and agreement and disagreement all of those things and I love 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 creating that and I was so happy to be able to start doing that with the podcast seven years ago but in the last couple of years and especially with covid lots and lots of people entered the podcasting space and hey that that's I'm not whinging about that because that's always going to happen but it changed the landscape in a way that just started making me feel like hmm things have really really changed it's now much more competitive and 
what used to be what was great about podcasting when I started and I know a lot of my fellow podcasters will say this is it was kind of the space that a lot of people who maybe didn't fit into mainstream media found so maybe the people who weren't magazine worthy or went tv worthy all of those things it was it was a it was a place that people found where they were accepted where maybe they wouldn't be on other media platforms and when it became a bit more mainstream obviously things changed bars got raised because uh, most podcasts now are video produced well just to put it into perspective when you when i created the podcast back in 2016 i think my financial investment to be able to create the show was under 150 pounds it's about 150 200 in order to actually just start as a podcaster and it costs very little to to make the show you add video into the mix and okay you tot up what it would uh, be to create an audio only podcast and it's like your internet connection maybe studio space if you're using it but when you move into video the cost increased by about 500 to 700 percent depending on what you're doing so it's a massive massive shift and I have to admit I definitely uh, freaked out but I knew that that was a step that I had to take if you're because if you're going to remain relevant if you're going to compete if you're going to establish yourself maintain your position one has to adapt I completely appreciate that I'm not whinging about the fact the landscape has changed I'm just acknowledging that navigating that change hasn't been the easiest for me but I have moved into video. I'm really happy to do that. And I think it's a good thing that the bar has been raised in terms of quality and in terms of reach as well, because you create that video. Hopefully you'll get more people engaging in what you do. And I really stand by what I do. But what I've noticed in the last couple of years is that as podcasting has become more mainstream and people have really embraced it as a valid platform that the nature of conversations has changed. So I said a minute ago, I really enjoyed having these long form imperfect conversations with people. But when there are a lot of people doing that, there's something almost, it can become devalued. It can, it can mean less because especially if you are hearing the same person on five, they're on, on the same week, they do five different podcasts. You're not getting anything different And so I was sort of sitting here scratching my head. I decided not to create the Monday and the Wednesday podcast. And I thought, okay, I need to take some space to kind of look around and feel, feel what the right thing is to do. Because something my, my gut was telling me moving forward as I had been, wasn't actually what I should be doing. Now I wish it in a way, I wish I hadn't had those feelings because it would have been a much less stressful 2022, but I'm glad because I think it is important to innovate. I think it's important to adapt. And I think it is important to always look ahead and also check in. And as a creator, check that you're giving your listeners who give you their time, that's you, by the way, my most excellent listeners, to make sure that you are giving them the best of you and that you are giving them the best of your guests and that you are bringing them a really high quality conversation that will add value to their lives inform them entertain entertain them empower them all of those things which is what I've always stood by and I just got this sense that I'd fallen off the axis a little bit because of the nature of how podcasting has changed but also because there are a lot of people now who want to be on podcasts who want to sell themselves and so this is my way of saying that I've I definitely have found it harder this year to find guests that I feel legitimately happy to platform because if you look at my inbox, and this sounds very uh, precious, but I'm just 
being very honest with you, as I always am, I get uh, requests a lot of the time and it's a lot of people have entered. And I do think this is a, a byproduct of the COVID years. A lot of people have entered this kind of life coach, wellness coach, guru coach space, and there's very little to back it up. And I've always said, I will never steer you wrong. Not for not, not for no goddamn podcast, as uh, RuPaul would say. And so I just thought I'm having to put a really strong filter on who I will and won't have on the podcast. And that's new. So again, all of these new different things were happening. And so the way that I got to, the way that I came to my conclusion was this. I had, I read someone uh, online talking about the fact that they. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. They had had sensory deprivation. Not that they had been in a tank for a week, but actually that they had chosen very specifically not to consume any television, any media, any social media, any podcasts. They weren't using their AirPods. They just weren't filling their head with noise, even if it wasn't noise that they enjoyed. And I thought, God, you know what? Every time I go for a long walk, I've got a podcast in. Every time I do this, I'm, I always have the TV on in the background if I'm home working because I just kind of like the sort of low hum of noise and stuff happening behind me. And I thought, okay, I'm going to turn everything off. And I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm a really strong believer in allowing the brain to percolate an idea. So this is really true when I write features or if I'm creating something that's maybe more written content. I will do my research, I will write, and then I will try, as long as I haven't, as long as I haven't ruined the time and uh, got too close to the deadline, I will give myself 24 hours between my last look at what I've done and when I submit, so that when I then reread it, my brain has had a chance to mull it over and then look at it through, it's not looking at it through fresh eyes, but it is a sense, it is kind of looking at it through slightly refreshed vision. And I wanted to do the same with the podcast. So I had this idea that I was going to completely change the show. So it was going to get a new name, that it was going to be solely focused on one thing. And I started talking to people about it and they were like, yeah, yeah, that sounds really good. And I thought, yeah, but I can't sell it to you. I'm still struggling to sell it to you. I'm still struggling to actually say what it is. And one of the things I always loved about this show is that one week you could have the most powerful woman in beauty, like Caroline Hirons. The next week you could have one of President Obama's former Secret Service agents. The next week you could have Wim Hof. The week after that you could have Lisa Renner from The Real Housewives. I loved the variety, but the nature of anything in this world is that you have to be able to sell it. And if the sell is, oh, well, it's not really definable, then you're, you're kind of on a hiding to nothing. 
So I had a week where I didn't listen to any music, podcasts. I think I watched minimal TV because I'm not an animal. And I was out walking one day in my lovely field where I go walking. And it came to me. And I've always said, the reason I started the podcast wasn't entirely clear to me at the time. It was only after I've been doing it for a few months that I realized that I as somebody who was really trying to better myself to get out of an emotional, mental and physical rut at the time, I was putting myself in front of successful people and asking them how. How have you done this? What happened when you navigated that? Like, have you ever fallen on your face? All of those sorts of things. And so as I was walking up this quite steep hill, like power walking up, it all came to me. Like, it came to me so quickly and so in a in a flood of information into my brain that I turned on my heel and basically sprinted home to get it all down on paper. I was like, I don't want to forget any of this. This is so good. And so that's my very long-winded way (laughs) of saying to you that there's going to be some changes, but I'm really confident that they're changes that are going to be incredible and that you're going to enjoy And that will get us back into the groove that maybe we were in a couple of years ago before the landscape changed a little bit. Now, you're listening to podcasts, maybe you haven't felt this. So maybe I'm I'm pulling the curtain to one side a bit too much, but I just wanted to be really honest with you because it's, I don't like being inconsistent. And I feel as I have been as a creator this year. And I just wanted to say, A, I wanted to explain why, but B, also just thank you for sticking with me because it means an awful lot. Um, I've tried a few things this year and some of them have really fallen. Like I've, I've actually, in trying to make changes this year, I have fallen on my face more than I have, more than I haven't. And that as well has been really, really difficult. I'm not going to lie. Like I've spent money that um, basically was a waste Um, I've spent a lot of time and effort learning to do things that just haven't worked. And, but actually in a way that's a really good thing because if you're just constantly like on this cruising altitude, if everything sort of goes pretty swimmingly, then what are you really learning? And so this year has been a massive, massive learning curve of a year, but but it was, it is, and I am tired and I'm a bit spent and I could deal with a hug and um yeah I'm really lucky that I've got some amazing friends around me I've just been for a walk with one this morning who basically like made me cry because she was just like just keep going just keep going you're nearly there you're nearly there um because it's been a lot behind the scenes like not wanting to make mistakes but then making mistakes and realizing that mistakes are part of the process which again we'll cover in the new sort of incarnation of the show but I wanted to share that with you. I just wanted to tell you where I'm at because you've come so far with me. If you've been listening since day one, you've been through so much with me and that it seems only right to just be really honest with you about what's going on this year. And like I said, I'm not complaining about any of the changes that I've noticed. I'm just, uh, I, I would be lying if I said I haven't struggled to make the appropriate adaptations because... I don't want to not podcast anymore. I don't want to feel squeezed out or that I don't, it's not really my place anymore. I want, I really love what I do and I love communicating with you. I love creating podcasts for you. I love speaking to the guests that I get on the show. So it's just, how can I make this better? And I just want to say this, I have been doing this show for seven years in April. So I think this is a classic case of the seven year itch. I've just kind of like, it's been working, it worked so well. And now now it's time to rethink it and just breathe some new life into it. And always with the objective of creating episodes, having conversations, 
that will leave you, my most excellent listener, feeling so glad that you spent that time with us and me. I really, that's so important. And I'm so glad there are so many episodes in the back catalogue that I'm so incredibly proud of. And I just want to make sure that I maintain that high standard. And this year, because of some of the stuff that I've already spoken about, it just felt like, hmm, I'm not sure I'm really, I'm not sure I'm really giving you the best of what I could, what I, I'm not really, I'm not sure I'm giving you my best. So it had to be a case of just kind of taking a little bit of a step back, lighten the load, have some sensory deprivation and just think, is this the right thing to be doing? And I've started working with a producer who's incredible, like hugely talented, but also, thank God, a completely decent human being. He and his team are absolutely amazing. Started working with someone who has just already, in the space of three weeks, just changed everything. So it feels as though after a lot of like banging my head against a brick wall, falling flat on my face, I'm really, really, really feeling like, oh, I've screwed this up. I am, that's it, that's it. I've absolutely... I'm over. I'm done. So it feels like the light has suddenly sort of come back into things. So I'm excited for you to join me in this new phase of the podcast. And I just thank you so much for your support. But I felt it was appropriate to just give you a little bit of an insight into what's been going on this year. And I know that when I did the last episode, which was the Q&A, I had a load of messages from people saying, I really miss these episodes when it's just you and us talking, just like you chatting about what you've been doing. And once we get underway, those will come back. But I just hope you understand why it was appropriate to take a bit of a step back in terms of content creation. And actually, when I announced that in the Facebook group, um, back at the end of the summer, I think loads of people just sent messages saying, just such supportive messages so that has in a year that has felt uh more challenging than than others and in the grand scheme of things not challenging at all obviously this sounds very pompous and a bit self-indulgent but um in a in a professionally challenging year let's put it that way um you all of you who've been in touch sent me messages sent me dms been in touch in the facebook group whatever you've been so supportive and a constant of just this is why this is why i'm doing it this is why the show needs to be better it's for you guys so i genuinely mean that and i'm also having spent that time thinking about how i was going to rejig the podcast and being like i can't sell it i can't sell it i'm now so excited i'm not going to tell you exactly today i'm going to save that for one of the early episodes in january as we sort of move out of the festive period and i'll be repeating some episodes because we've been hit by some issues in terms of covid has been uh, having a bit of a surge recently so a lot of the episodes i was hoping to record this month just haven't been able to we've just not been able to get them done people had to drop out last minute so uh they'll be coming in january but i will keep you updated we'll have a few more shows like this between now and then and i'm going to reshare some episodes some of my favorite episodes from the last couple of years because i know lots of you have been here for a long time but i also know some of you are relatively new and maybe because the back catalogue is huge there's hundreds of podcasts there are some that have been missed so sometime every now and again it doesn't hurt to put those to the top of the feed because especially ones where there are a few recently where I've thought god really if we had that conversation now that'd be so amazing so I'm just going to put them to the top in January and then I'm so excited for you to hear um the new episodes and the incredible people that will be joining us um yeah, in the Emma Gunn Show 2.0. So thank you so much. 
I hope that didn't seem too self-indulgent. It feels very self-indulgent. If you want to get in touch with me, then you know I always love hearing from you, thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to the Facebook group. The link to join is in the show notes. Start a post. Someone said the other day, I love it when you do these chatty episodes. If you start posts and they generate a lot of debate, conversation, whatever, I will absolutely do a full episode on a post. If you pitch an idea or you want to talk about something, I will absolutely bring that to the podcast and we can use those as the midweek show. So if you want that, please go to the Facebook group and start a conversation um, and I'll bring it to the show. I think those are all the links that I need to tell you about now. But uh, thank you for listening and I will see you on the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.